Hi everyone, welcome back to the B&B Podcast, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm your other host, Brody, I'm alive from the dead. Brody is no longer dying of the plague, I mean, he's still dying of the plague, but it's much slower. Um, we're currently having some technical difficulties, so forgive us if this episode was a bit choppy, I might have to edit it down, and uh, yeah. Uh, we use Discord to record, and it's being a bit fucking tonight. So we're hoping that it uh, doesn't affect it too much. Um, it'll mainly affect Brody and I uh, being able to hear each other. But this is episode 43, and we hope you enjoy nonetheless. Uh, so what are we talking about today, Brody? Today we're talking about um, the idea that violent movies violent video games, shooting games, whatever you want to call it, causes um, mass shootings. Very touchy subject, but to uh, because it's going to be probably a little bit more of a serious episode, we'll open up with another dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> that one's actually not bad. It's okay. It's pretty good. You want to tell that one? Uh, you, 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 you got this one. I believe okay. in you. If I don't deliver this properly, I'm just gonna hang up my headphones now and call it a day. Yeah, we'll go for <laughs> drinks. Yeah. So, Dadbot says, what's a four, um, it's a two, um, plus two, um, which is a four, um. <laughs> <laughs> Quality content here at the B&B. So, Only the best. Yes. Before we get into it too much, uh, we are anxiously excited for episode 50, uh, which is coming up pretty soon. Uh, sometime in January, I think, probably the third, second or third week in January is uh, when we'll be hosting episode 50. We're all set up on Mixer. Uh, Brody is going to go out and purchase a webcam because... Uh, if you want to give him a follow on Mixer, he's actually going to be live streaming and setting up a live streaming schedule soon as well. And that's at quantum-prime on Mixer. Yeah, come take a look. It'll be obviously terrible, but it'll be funny. Just, Just like the laugh. podcast. Exactly. Yeah, so if you want to go give him a follow, give the B and B podcast, all spelt out as the words B a N D B podcast. Uh go give that a follow as well. And we're yeah, we're pretty excited for that episode to come out. But now let's get on with the show. Yes. Um not a not a not a two um or a four um, but um I think that the media in general is why there are so many mainly like uneducated parents i want to say that are like so supportive that video games cause violence and a lot of the issues are deep rooted in the fact that the media just wants to use video games as fear-mongering really that's what it comes down to yeah they don't really have anything else to use to like because they know if they try and push the whole like gun control thing that is they're going to get backlash but they can make like what they have like a following with violent video games causing mass shootings. Like they've used it enough times that people think it's true. 
I mean, like yeah. if you hear the same thing enough times, you believe it yourself. That's how we're pr- programmed. Mm-hmm. Because we're all robots. Yes, uh, Skynet's gonna take over. God, I gotta get that joke in every single time. Definitely not funny at this point, but <laughs> but it's true. Like the laws of repetition just prove that, like the more you hear something, the more likely you are to believe it. And that's why if you hear a weird fact, uh, um, or even just a normal fact, you know, you might hear it, and you know, it'll just go to your mind, and maybe you'll remember it if you have a good memory. But if you don't and you hear that same fact over and over again from several different sources or several different people, you're going to be more likely to you know, recognize that fact. So every time there's a school shooting, and especially every time it's a young person doing this like school shooting or even just generic like mass shootings, uh, especially in the States, because that's where most of them happen, like the first thing the media seems to go to is, well, they played, like, Call of Duty or they played, uh, like, uh, any other violent video game. You know, GTA V's really bad for it. Um, that that game's blamed a lot for school shootings. But so you're going to hear it over and over in the media, and eventually people are going to start thinking it's true. Yeah, especially, um, I feel like it's the parents... Um, that don't let their kids play video games because whatever reason or another, and they've never played it themselves. So they don't know um, much about violent video games. Like, yeah, on GTA, you can drive around, you can sh- like go shoot a bunch of people, but that's not, it goes deeper than that. Like mm-hmm. any generic person can go and, you know, shoot someone on GTA, but, it takes that same person couldn't just walk out on the street and suit someone. It's not that easy. That's why I don't see how it can be true that video games cause it. Yeah. Cause it's a lot more deep rooted with, um, as I think we've covered before with like, um, uh, mental issues mm-hmm. that it's more deep rooted than just video games or movies. It boils down to a lot deeper roots with like family and, mental stuff and you know it's not just as easy as brushing it off as video games cause it well yeah and for the most like for the most part people who play these type of video games play it to release stress and like uh their anger can be like filtered through this video game like, can you imagine if they didn't have that type of uh, outlet to do that, or if they didn't have an outlet at all? Maybe they would be like going out and you know punching somebody. But the point is, they're playing these video games rather than causing harm to others. I agree with that. Like, everyone needs an outlet for their pain, their anger, their sadness, whatever it might be. And video games, going to the gym, whatever it is, whatever you might do. People drink, people smoke, whatever, and. If they don't have that option, it's not available, whatever it is. Like, you can't sit down, play some video games, and get mad through your controller through your TV. Everyone's been there, right? Not just me? (laughs) Correct. Okay. Like, people have different ways to release their emotions. And if they don't have that, and it just bottles up and bottles up, one day they will explode. And to what extent is kind of, I guess, how bad the trauma is. Yeah. And 
Another argument that I often resort to when I'm having to like make a counter argument for what we're talking about is people have been killing each other and like in mass amounts for literally centuries. And how long have video games been around compared to the amount of like the amount of wars that have been taken place over the last 500 years? Yeah, like the, it doesn't make sense. If you go, if you think of it as a timeline, no. And even nowadays, like someone that has like we've covered this before, that like a person can be, I don't know how you put like normal. Normal is a really bad way to put it. That's very broad. Hmm. But I don't know. They're a normal person. They're happy. They're cheery. But deep down, they're not. And I feel like that also comes back on society for not like wanting to talk to each other. And then that's when they keep balling up their emotions. And then eventually they will snap, like I said before. And it's, I don't know. There's definitely, it's, I'll say my opinion before, but it's not video games and it's not movies. It's us as a society that causes it. Mm -hmm. Like all the bullying that goes around and, People not being ha- having an outlet to talk to someone or to vent their emotions to someone, or maybe they're too scared to go out to do whatever they want to do that'll help them because society treats them like that. Well, yeah, like that, that's what I mean. Like, literally anything can really cause like violence in people, but if you're gonna want to pin it on video games, why not pin it on other stuff that causes violence? You know, like domestic violence. You know, your kids might grow up thinking that's okay to, like, hit a woman. Uh, Religion, like, literally how many wars were fought over Christianity? That's another touchy subject that we could, like, get into, but how many wars were fought in the name of God? How many millions of people died in the name of God? An excessive amount, that's for sure. I mean, even Hitler was you know, quote-unquote a Christian. So, like, does that mean because he was a Christian that it made World War II and, like, the Holocaust okay? Yeah. So, I was just going to say, like, so if you're going to ignore the fact that religion has caused more deaths than, you know, video game mass shootings has ever, then, like, how are you, and I'm speaking to this, like, for the media, how are you, you know, in a position where you can just say that it's video games' fault for all these shootings? Yeah, it's like we said before. It comes down to the media kind of blowing up the fact that oh, Timmy plays Call of Duty and he goes around and shoots people. That he's gonna want to grow up and do that himself. That's not what the average person does. Like, I mean, I played Mortal Kombat. And I'm not going to go and, like, kick someone's spleen out. That's, you know, not really how that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think your foot can go through someone's body, but I don't know, maybe. Yeah, maybe if you practice enough, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Just wear really sharp shoes with knives on the bottom of them. <laughs> but, I don't know, it's... It's kind of, not that it's funny, but it's, it is that they keep blaming video games. Because it's just a sad excuse for them to try and cover up that, yeah, it's 
uh, mental health issues or it's like gun control issues that are really what is causing mass shootings. Because I don't want to delve too deep into this rabbit hole, but all media outlets are controlled by someone trying to cover up something. Jeffrey Epstein was not, did not commit suicide. Yes. Um. Just name the title of this podcast that. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. But you're right. Like, all the media are paid off by very, very wealthy people who have their own agenda. And if they can blame, like, mass murder on video games and put them as a scapegoat i mean they're going to they're not going to look at the real issue because while it's horrific for people like i'm gonna generalize and say most thing most of these shootings are happening in the states and rather than blaming guns they're blaming video games i mean i think we've talked about gun control before in fact i know we have but yeah how stupid and that's what pisses me off the most about this, and I think that's what pisses the most people off, is how are you so stupid in thinking that guns aren't the issue? Like, I'm all for if you, like, if you're, wanna, like, self-protection, or if you're um, hunting, and you need, like, a rifle for hunting or whatever, but in no world should a human being, a civilian, have access to the firearms that they do in the States. Yeah, like, talking about gun control, think of it this way. A student walks into a high school with a knife. You do a lot less damage with a knife than you would with a gun. A person with a knife can be disarmed. A person with an assault rifle can't really be disarmed that easily. So hence, no. it comes down to gun control again. Yeah, They walk no, into school with a golf club. You can disarm them. <laughs> they Tiger walk with a hand... <laughs> like, it does... If you think about it, you can eliminate most ways that it just boils down to gun control. Mm -hmm. Especially in the States. like, And uh, we're talking about this at, an, at a relevant time, too, because there was that recent shooting in California. Uh, I think two students died and there were several injured. And then there was also a shooting in Toronto that happened uh, at a mall i believe and so like obviously you can't completely get rid of gun related deaths because you know here in canada we have them too but i looked at a statistic and over the last five or so years uh for school shootings there was a few countries with uh two there's a few countries with three or four and then you get down to the states and it was literally in the hundreds and i bet you if you look at those stories and you look at what news outlets are reporting as the factors of the shootings they probably blamed the main argument being on video games and violence in those video games yeah i mean no one as uh, like news outlets or as a person wants to come out and say that us as a society has massive mental problems as a whole like there's no one knows how to socialize well there's a lot of people that don't know how to socialize there are some though but you can't go out with and meet like random people like it doesn't work like that people are like scared mm -hmm. to talk to one another 
And A, that boils down to like cell phones being a problem. We've covered that in the past. Yeah. It confidence is a huge thing that a lot of people don't have nowadays. So they don't want to talk to you. So I don't know. It does boil down to not being able to talk to like one another. Well, and as a society, we've just kind of been dumbed down and desensitized to the whole um, socializing thing and the whole human connection thing. Because the problem with going out and meeting people, like, can you imagine a girl by herself going out to the bar to meet a guy that she, or like, go up to the bar and just have a drink with a guy that she just met? Nowadays, when if you were to hear about that scenario, the first thing that comes to my head is, yes, he could be a nice guy, but there are a million other factors that could go wrong with that, and like he could get violent. Yeah, no, that's why it it makes sense why like like the guy girl thing. Like girls are scared to go and meet guys somewhere like it's kind of isolated because you hear all the stories of like women getting drugged and they whatever yada yada i don't want to go too far into this but that's where over time it just makes this thing is like oh i don't want to go do this what if this happens what if this happens what if this happens people don't look to see is what good could happen like you could meet a lifelong friend you could meet your new like partner that could last for the next 30 years people look i'm forgetting the word but like glass half empty kind of people. Pessimistic. There you go. Like you gotta look at it like, oh, I can go out today. I can meet like you can meet your best friend. That could be your friend until you're like ninety and you die together. You could go out and meet that person, but no, mm-hmm. you're too scared. So you're gonna sit at home. That's where society's really gone downhill. Like if you look way back in time, everyone like you could go to like the local diner and. You can sit down with all your friends, you can meet new friends, their friends are there, whatever. And there wasn't that whole, there wasn't as big as depression issues back then. Because yeah. you go hang out with your friends, you do whatever you wanted. You didn't have all these extra burdens. Not that us now are more burdened than they were, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, there's not as many obstacles in the way back then as there are now. Yeah. And mental health, like, that is a big one for what's happening. And the field I'm going into, like, it just amazes me how many people are affected with mental illnesses. Um, I think, what was the statistic? I sat down in my one communications class, and my professor said to me, and there's like about... 40 of us I think in that lecture he looked at all of us and said to us look around you and imagine one in three of you have a have currently or have in the past experienced depression or have tried to commit suicide that's wow one in three yeah so just imagine like the world population right now and just imagine one in three of the entire world population has either experienced oppressive symptoms or has tried to commit suicide that's that's ridiculous holy crap yeah and like that's and people don't seem to 
think of it as a factor when it when you're talking about mass shootings and school shootings and stuff like that. But in most cases, especially with school shootings, the person that does the shooting is most likely bullied, oppressed, and has other mental health issues. But we're quick to jump to the gun to something that is, you know, feasible, like blaming violent uh, TV shows, movies, video games, any sort of media. And we're so quick to just point the blame at something, but not actually do anything to help the people who are suffering. Exactly. People don't want to face the problem head on, so they'll direct it to something else. Like, yeah, if we ban video games, then people will actually go outside more. I That might be another fact that they're thinking of. I don't know. That'd be like, oh, if we ban video games, no one's going to want to play, so they'll go outside and be with their friends. That's really not how that would work. A person would just be less depressed. They'd just be like sitting in bed or sitting at home watching TV and then yeah. like waiting for someone to message them or like just scrolling through Facebook. It'd only make it worse. Like at least with video games, you can sit there, you talk to your friends, you can have fun with them. You're still in contact. That's, that's one thing my parents always hated. They tried to push me to go outside more and be with my friends, even though I'm sitting here like playing with them and talking to them. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Well, and that's another aspect that I guess we haven't touched on yet is the benefits of video games. Uh, everyone wants to talk about the negatives once like a shooting happens, but I have friends online that are probably better, like, I wouldn't say better friends because <laughs> but they're like as close connection as my real life friends and like I never would have been able to make them if I wasn't in that sphere of connection but besides like that human connection like video games also have a lot of different benefits um it's a creative outlet it's a an outlet for like if you're stressed I know there's some video games that I go to right away to de-stress or to take my anger out or whatever just to just to have that outlet to go to if if needed and we have another topic coming up uh, in the next few weeks talking about how VR has impacted humanity how VR has done so many beneficial things for humanity um a while ago Brody mentioned that there was a VR set up in what was it a mechanic shop in a college? Yeah, yeah. So like, it even helps students learn in a different way than they ever could. Like, there's only so much you can like visualize when something's uh, put together, but if you can take it apart without you know destroying the whole like engine or whatever. Uh, so we did have some technical difficulties, but to reiterate, um, like VR is a beneficial thing to have in society and no one's talking about the benefits um there's a few companies i know out there that are looking to use vr to help uh people who have been paralyzed walk again and like that's insane like that's insane that we have that technology and you know them uh the main media that we look at the media that covers pretty much everything is just ignoring this but as soon as a school shooting happens, it's video games. So where, why do we have that double, double standard in place? Yeah, it doesn't make sense that... I understand they want to talk about like 
something that'll like catch your eye, like a school shooting or like a car chase, like robbery or something. They want something that actually entice you. But there are people out there that actually care about what's going on outside of just like what's action in the world. Like they want to know that, oh, this person at Harvard discovered this, that'll cure this, or um, scientists are working towards helping, like you said before, um, the paralyzed walk again using VR. Some people actually care about news like that, not just, um, not that they don't care about school shootings and stuff like that, but you know what I'm saying, that they care about stuff that'll help society, that'll help possibly fix these people that have these problems and have to vent in the brutal way of shootings. Well, and I think as a society, we we focus more on the negative. If you want to like watch a like watch the news, how often are, is there a positive story on the news? I mean, I don't watch the news cuz it's just fucking depressing, but my parents still do. So like if it's on, I'm obviously going to hear what's on. Or if I'm in a vehicle and they have the radio on and they're talking about something that happened in the news, like, I'm going to hear it, but and I don't go, like, uninformed. I do take my news in from different sources, but I feel like the way I take my media in, it just doesn't feel as mainstream depressing. But how often have you seen news, Brody, and there been an actual positive story on? Um... Besides, like, our local news here, very, very rarely. Yeah. Like, I don't see... That also could be a thing that leads to more depression issues. Like, you turn on the TV, oh, this... There might be some good news in the world. Um, Like, for example, the SPCA had a good adoption month and all the cats are, you know, out for adoption. Or they have been adopted. But no, you turn on the TV and, oh this man was shot in a school today or there was an accident that killed a family of four. Like it's all just stuff that doesn't help an already depressed society. Yeah. It's like everyone's so focused on the negative, but how can you not be like you try and stay positive And that's why I tell people like to stay away from the news. But like the problem with that is then you're misinformed as well, or sorry, you're uninformed as well. So like, it's just, just no winning, pretty much, because you can do whatever you want to stay positive. You can be the happiest person in the world, but turning on the news will definitely damper that mood and probably make you think less of the world. I mean, that's why I hate people, honestly. I say that all the time as kind of like an ironic, oh, you know, I hate people, but I just I don't like what people do and how people are treated, and it's sad. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, the mainstream media covering negative stories. And the worst part is it's not going to change either. That's news has been like this for as long as I can remember. Even when I was young, my parents never watched the news around me because it was not really that happy. It wasn't the most like cheerful stuff in the world. So it's not it's nothing new. Like this has been going on for a while, but we should be even if it's one story a day, have have like even if it's a positive and two negatives, 
Like do negative one, positive one, negative one, and then just keep trying to put in the positive ones. Like, or just have a longer positive segment and then like a couple shorter negative ones. Something to like, even the person broadcasting doesn't really want to talk about it. I know they get paid probably huge amounts of money to do it anyways, but I think they'd rather talk about something that's like happy and make them cheerful rather than talk about like school shootings or like car accidents, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned last time and in other episodes that I watched Philip DeFranco on YouTube and he still covers the news, not very biased, as I mentioned last time. And, you know, it's still, like, depressing news stories, but he has this tendency to either make jokes, like, you know, like, I do that all the time on the podcast when we're talking about something serious. I try to make jokes here and there to make it a bit lighter. And he also leaves on a high, which I think a lot of news uh, outlets should really do, is leave on a happy story. Leave on, you know, 15 newly adopted puppies, uh, um... I don't know where I was going with that. All righty. Even just that's um, happy. Like dogs getting adopted. Like yeah. Um, brought like family separated at birth gets reunited. Yeah. Like it's literally anything could be happy. Like oh, it's a sunny day outside, and there's a picture of like this little kid smiling with an ice cream. Even that makes you feel good on the inside. That's yeah. Why are we not like? We should just be focusing on the positives. I don't know why, as a society, we have to focus on the negatives. It's just, it's really sad, honestly, that that's the way society's going. But it's hard to change something that's been in process for so long. Yeah. And it's pretty much like rewiring how people think, rewiring how people, like, take in information. Like, if I think people are, like, too uninformed and misinformed, on the whole violence um, being caused by, you know, violent movies, video games, whatever, but I just, I guess I just don't understand it, and I, I mean, I do understand how people could come to the assumption that video games do cause violence, but I think especially with social media, and like you said, especially with phones, it's so easy to click share on something without doing research. I don't know how many times I have to correct people on social media who share something, with no actual facts behind it, that pisses me off too. Yeah, because it happens way more often than it should. Like, if you're going to share an article that is, like, you know, a serious topic, have some facts behind that. And that goes back to the whole uh, vaccinate your crotch goblins thing uh, that we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, That vaccines cause autism or whatever. And a lot of the reason that they have the following they do is because of the misinformation spread on the internet. And it's the same thing with video game violence, movie violence, TV violence. It's the same It's the same thing. It's just people sharing things for the sake of sharing things without thinking on how many people that could reach. Because if you share like a post on Facebook or uh, you retweet something on Twitter, you know, a few people who follow you might share it. And then their friends will see it, and their friends will see it, and their friends will see it, and it's just a downhill spiral from there. The the cutting out's getting really bad. I heard like a few words of your sentence. All right, we'll wrap her up here. Then we're at thirty two and a half. So yeah, it should be enough. I hope we've hit our mark. Um, 
Mm. So we're probably going to wrap things up here today. We could go way more into topic. I think Brody and I both are pretty passionate about this as video game players and semi-smart people. <laughs> you saying I I'm think... as smart as a semi? <laughs> exactly. That's how big, <laughs> big your smarts are, is how big a semi-truck is. Woo! <laughs> so big. Big brain time. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, it was a bit choppy. Uh, I think it'll be fine for you listeners out there, but, uh, you know, regardless, we uh, we hope you enjoyed listening. And before we go, we want to thank all of you for listening, especially this last month. Uh, we had one day where we had 39 downloads, which was a really big spike and almost made me shit myself. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, it definitely shocked us, and we are currently sitting at 69 downloads this month. <laughs> 69. <Woo>! Sexy time! <laughs> 58 of them. Those were from Canada, so thank you, Canadian listeners, and thank you from or thank you to the people from the U.S., Israel, and Sweden who also uh, uh, listen this month. We hope to keep creating more content for you, and we hope you are excited for episode fifty when we start live streaming. And now, Broderick will tell you where you can find us on social media. Alrighty, that is actually my true Irish name, being as I was born Irish. But they didn't want to keep it. Anyways. Um, yeah, right. I would love to be called Broderick. Um, anyways, um, if you're looking for some new outlets to listen to the podcast on, you go directly to Podbean, of course. Uh, listen to it there. Uh, you got Spotify. Um, and then for all of you sad Apple users out there, you have Apple Music. Uh, for all of you big, smart Samsung users, yes, I'm biased. Get off me. Um, you can listen on Google Play. Is it Google? Is it Google Play or is it Google Podcast? That's Google Music, I think. Is it okay? Google Music. You can listen on that. You'll fucking find it, I'm sure. Yeah, it's not that hard. You have a Samsung. You're smart. Big brain time. Um, other than that, on our other socials, give us a follow on Mixer. Um, we're just starting out on there. Like we said, we're super excited for the big five zero. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a blast with that. Um, we have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at the BNB podcast. Um, like, like we, Insta- I was getting there at Instagram as we've been trying to get more active on social media, but life gets in the way. Brandon with college, me with work all the time and me being sick. It's, it's hard, but we will try just for you guys. So we would like to get in contact with you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we're, that's us. And that's a wrap. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'm going to cry when editing this because there's like 52 different fucking uh, prompts for our recorder here. And there's like four different audio files. So I'm going to go cry in a corner when I'm editing, probably with a bottle of booze. But I'll bring you some regardless, don't worry. Perfect. Regardless, we hope you enjoyed listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now.